the wrestling podcast about nothing is brought to you by bda radio bda radio doesn't break news they break the news with their wild commentary regarding mma and wrestling head on over to bdaradio.com and check out all of the latest news on the ufc bellator wwe and much more they are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves bdaradio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dimension? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to the wrestling podcast about nothing episode 37 presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's your wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think you may have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object. He's baby New Year, all grown up, the kingpin, <laughs> Brian Malonis. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I have no idea. <laughs> but it's a new year, Brian. Oh, yes, it is. Happy year, 2017. Me, yes. New year, new me. <laughs> Happy 2017. And of course, we'll jerk the curtain back and say that we're recording this before the new year. So it's still 2016, <laughs> but it's 2017, everybody. Happy, happy new year. And around this time of year, Brian, a lot of people like to look back at the year past. You know, award season is coming, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, all that stuff. Plus, a lot of the blogs and podcasts for pro wrestling have been giving out their own awards, praising the best of 2016, and some do it quite well, like uh, Rant for Man did the Golden Mike Awards. Very good. But you and me, Brian, we do things a little differently here. We've created our own award show, but here on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, we're not stuck in the past. We are ever looking forward. We have our eye on the future, and as you're well aware, Brian, I've had my eye on the future ever since 1985. When little nine-year-old Mike Crockett sat in a movie nine, theater. Nine-year-old? Nine I think nine-year-old. 19-year-old, yeah. you mean? No, no, no. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I sat in a movie theater, and my life changed forever. That was the year when I first saw the movie Back to the Future. And then my mind was blown again in 1989 when Marty McFly zoomed 30 years into his future for Back to the Future 2. Last year, in 2015... The future finally arrived. And now that we're in a futuristic time, Brian, now that we have the flying cars, the self-drying jackets, and Jaws 19 is on Blu-ray, we can reveal exclusively here on the WPAN that time travel is indeed possible. Yes, it's possible. It's been done. And with some help from old Biff Tannen, We've already been told everything that's going to happen in pro wrestling in 2017. We already know. Forget what Doc Brown says. The future is written, and it's written in the new Kindle edition of Gray Sports Almanac. 
So yes, today on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, it's the 2017 Biffy Awards, sponsored by Biffco and BDARadio.com. What the hell are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean, what am I talking about? It's the Biffy Awards. <laughs> the Biffy Awards? Yes. We are rewarding the best <laughs> of 2017 before it happens, because we know. Keep in mind, Brian, this is not a prediction show. No, this is not a prediction show. These are not predictions, premonitions, or prognostications. We are rewarding these future achievements based on cold, hard facts. We have the knowledge. We have the data. We have the almanac. Now, Brian, it is time. Listen to the music. The music's coming up in the background. Just act like it is. <laughs> to present our first Biffy of the evening, allow myself to introduce myself, co-host of the wrestling podcast about nothing, Mike Crockett. Well, shocking, you're going to go first. <laughs> hi, hi, hello. It's great to see you all here today. Okay, it's WrestleMania 33. Brian is on April 2nd, 2017, and while no one should know too much about their futures, I will share this one nugget from the granddaddy of them all. Which of the bouts taking place in Orlando will live on forever in infamy? This is the 2017 Biffy for the WrestleMania match of the night. We already know what's happened at WrestleMania 33. We already know who's wrestling. And we know what is the match of the night from WrestleMania this year. And the 2017 Biffy Award for WrestleMania match of the night goes to... Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Seth Rollins versus Triple H, your WrestleMania match of the night 2017. Yes, Seth Rollins gets his match with the King of Kings, and it was an epic contest that was rated 4 and 15 16 stars by Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Of course, he took off... <laughs> He took off that 116th, Brian, for Triple H's hokey movie tie-in entrance. You know how he always does those ridiculous entrances that uh, Brian Fury loves. Uh, he yes. came out, yes, he came out dressed as King Kong in a gorilla costume. Of course, the gorilla costume was covered in skulls. But, I mean, so it couldn't be a five-star affair, but it was close. The story was there. The drama was there. The pedigree was there multiple times. Yes, Seth Rollins, Triple H, WrestleMania 33, match of the night. And that is not a prediction, once again, folks. That is their density. Now, those gentlemen could not be here today in the podcast, so I will accept this Biffy in their honor. Thank you very much. All right, one award <laughs> down, Brian. The first Biffy has been handed down. out. Now it is time for our next award. So let's get you in on the action, Brian. Our next presenter is the co-host of the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, coming soon to the New Age Insiders Network, so be sure to subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, do, I get to talk? do I get to talk now? You've been talking for the first 10 minutes of the podcast here. So am I still part of this? Or? Yes, this is a 50-50 proposition. We're both uh, the co-hosts of the show, and you are, you know, I just had a lot of uh, housekeeping to do at the beginning to uh, get everyone up to speed here. 
you know, if this were a real award show, they would have played the music and dragged you off stage. <laughs> what do you mean? This is a real award show. <laughs> so you want me to make a prediction? That's what you're looking for here? No, these aren't predictions. These are facts. We know the future. We have been told by Biff Tannen. <laughs> okay. And Brian, you are presenting the 2017 Feud of the Year Biffy. There's so many great rivalries coming this year. We, all, we know all about them. I don't know how you narrowed it down to one, Brian, but you did. So what do you got? <laughs> I sure did, Mike. And uh, again, as I always like to do, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box here. Okay. Um, so there's a guy in NXT right now. He was the champion. He's going to be coming to the main roster very soon. He's a longtime veteran of the independent Matt Wars and TNA and Ring of Honor and now NXT. His name is Samoa Joe. Yes. And he is going to be one half of the feud of the year 2017 against the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. Wow. I mean, uh, it's, not new, it's not news to me because I've seen the almanac. But, <laughs> I mean, that is, for the fit people out there, that's big. That's big. Really big. Yes. They're, they're going to lock horns for the first time at SummerSlam, Mike. At least that's wow. what, according to Gray Sports Almanac. <laughs> at SummerSlam. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's feud, a good one. The, the matches are so good, Mike. The matches are so good. We know it. We've seen them. It's going to carry us all the way through the 2018 and be the feud of the year of 2017. Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe. Unbelievable. And we're breaking news all over this show, especially, you know, <laughs> uh, with, all, with all we have going on here, especially, you know, letting everyone know that time travel is possible. But uh, the Biffy feud of the year, 2017, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Absolutely fantastic. Presenting our next Biffy Award here on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing is a YouTuber and a podcaster. He's the man behind the Random Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, it is Connor, a.k.a. O-K-Fabe. Connor, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. What's going on? Glad to be back. Yes, it's fantastic welcome, to welcome. have you back here. Yes. But a lot has happened, Connor, in your life since the last time we spoke over the summer. Uh, you got a new baby. Yeah, I picked it up from the store fresh. I mean, yes, I did have a new baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. And you were also hacked, yeah, mercilessly. I was, I was hacked. Yeah, it was. Uh, who God, you gotta love the internet sometimes. I mean, who boy howdy. Uh, between YouTube and Twitter, both of them were hacked. And uh, yeah, good, good, good times. Good times. No, it's not. I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to like move, uh, move your Twitter handle. Actually, you have it back now, right? You are back at OKFabe on Twitter, correct? Yeah. So what happened was um, I had a, my original one that I had for like four plus years had amassed like 8,000 followers or something like that. Um, got hacked, tried to get it back, couldn't do it. So they deleted it. And uh, so I used, I used the a new handle. It was able to get the old one back, but unfortunately the followers don't come with it. So you're starting um, over. Yeah. I'm starting from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> not much far and, from the bottom but yeah <laughs> so you have the random wrestling podcast how long have you been doing that now it's going on the sick uh, doing episode six soon so yeah about two months give or take you know, almost the two month mark so it's you know it's it's a different venue i've i've done the podcasting before it's just easier for me as far as right now because i'm able to 
I'm able to condense things down into one week because of obviously that, you know, the new baby that I brought home from the store. So it's kind of yes. helped with the juggling. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a different route, different avenue, but it's a new challenge. So something, you know, fun to do. So, and, and you're still doing the stuff at onewrestling.com? Yeah, I'm still doing, uh, I do the pay-per-view coverage for the most part. I also do the SmackDown uh, Rebound, which is our SmackDown review, but I try to do other videos as well too, so. That's awesome. And I did see that you you did post on YouTube that you're going to be doing more YouTube stuff. You got away from doing YouTube stuff, but now you're going to be doing more short videos. Yeah, I'm going to try and like hit that as well too. So I'll be doing I'll be doing I'll be spreading my talents across all sorts of different <laughs> landscapes. So uh, just tr- you know, just try to keep busy and just try to have fun. And again, it's up for new challenges. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're uh, spreading your your talents here as well. <laughs> on the wrestling podcast about nothing. You can't see it, but I'm using the word talents with the biggest air quotations you could possibly <laughs> see. Just imagine like the biggest ones you could possibly like visualize. And that's what the word talents when it comes to me is, is in. <laughs> well, Connor, <laughs> you are here to present the award for the best debut on Raw or SmackDown in 2017. And of yep. course, this is not a prediction. Because Doc Brown built a time machine out of a DeLorean, and the future is not a mystery anymore. Great Scott. It was the greatest (laughs) debut you've ever seen. (laughs) So, Carter, who's getting the call? Who will have the 2017 main roster debut of the year? You got to give it to the Revival, the greatest NXT tag team champions we've seen in a long time. I mean, the Revival coming in and just absolutely clearing out the tag team division, uh, it goes without saying that they got ha- they had the best one of the entire year. How many other debuts are we uh, talking about here? Uh, Hundreds? Mean, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I think just shy of a thousand? Just shy of a thousand. So maybe Thousands. <laughs> Thousands. <laughs> so uh, you're enjoying the stuff the Revival has uh, been doing in 2016? Oh yeah, hands down. They're probably. I mean, obviously, it's it's hard to not root for, uh, you know, local boys like like uh, like Champa, uh, but and um, Gargano. But I mean, Revival just reminds me of like old school tag team wrestling, like the old. Uh, a lot of people compare compare them to the the original Andersons. Uh, Oli and Arn, so it's it's a great throwback with a modern twist. So it's great to see just you know a, a different type of tag team. So it, you know it's a, it's another level of diversity for the division. So uh, anything that adds a different element to any sort of division in wrestling uh, definitely gets my attention. So now, I mean, I know that we already know that they are the best debut of the year, but you didn't have any trepidation in 2017 uh, with them getting called to the main roster with the uh, the history of especially. The history of NXT tag teams going up to Raw and SmackDown, there hasn't been a, a fantastic track record. No, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. I think that, um, unfortunately, one of the reasons I feel like a lot of the teams and a lot of NXT people, with some, with some exception in general, I think, uh, get called up is to, I don't want to say fill the roster. That sounds really like the biggest negative like statement, but that that's kind of sometimes we get the vibe with that as you were alluding to with, you know, instantly we think of like, you know, the ascension of the vaude villains are the two ones that come up to mind in my mind. But uh, I think taking the time now and again with the brand split and the, and the rosters being split, it kind of also gives like a refresh to it as well too, because when they do show up, it makes that much bigger of an impact. Um, you know, specifically when like Finn Balor debuted in 2016 last year and then, and then a revival doing it again this year. I mean, it's just, I think now they're starting to really buy the time and, and choosing the right moments and calculating when to do it. So that way, when they do show up, it's not just like a, you know, a fart in the wind, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, the match between the Revival and Gargano and Ciampa uh, the, at the last, um, was it the last takeover or two takeovers ago? Uh, they did that. Well, they did two of them. They did Br- Brooklyn was the one where they did the regular one and they right. did um, Toronto, which was the two out of three. Yeah. W- would you consider that one of your matches of the year for 2016? I, yeah, yeah, that's. That that's got that's got to be up there at, at least the top three. Um, I haven't like sat down and thought about all the matches of the year yet because obviously, again, you know when you buy that baby from the store, I mean they don't give you like any manual. It sucks. <laughs> but but definitely that's one of the first matches that comes to mind because you know in an age where especially like guys like me who like want to know the inside scoop and all the details and all the dirt that's going on and then you know the dirt sheets and all the you know insider stuff, it's one of those matches where like. You kind of knew where it was going, but you didn't care. You just you kind of lost in the moment, and just kind of lost in the of how good a match it was, and just the it was just great from the action, the psychology, just the the emotion, just the crowd, everything about it to me. I, you can't say there's ever a perfect match, but damn, that's a tough one to top. And it just really is a testament to all four performers in that in that match, and just you know, it's hard. It's really hard to beat that one for me. Yeah. Uh, now, do you think maybe on your YouTube channel you do some kind of a year-end uh, match of the year kind of video? I'm going to try. I'm going to try and squeeze one in as best as I can. But, <laughs> man, to go back and look at all the matches from 2016 from just across you know wrestling, it's it's hard to do no matter what you know what time frame nowadays. Uh, but I'm definitely going to try my best, maybe throw a re- you know, match of the year, wrestle of the year, stuff like that. So definitely keep my uh, keep my eye on my Twitter and you'll and you'll you'll hear all about it, I'm sure. Yes, you are at okay, Fabe. Uh, no pressure, no pressure. I know you got the the baby, and you know, but if you can, it'd be great. <laughs> Just you know, if you can, I mean, I'm not saying you won't never be invited to the show again, but my 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 <laughs> VIP list might get a little tight. Mike has no appreciation for people with children. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bone of contention. A yes. bone of contention. <laughs> All right, it's the tw- that is the 2017 main roster debut of the year, the revival. It's coming. Witness it, enjoy it, and you are at OKFabe, okay and you are YouTube.com/slash OKFaber. Okay yes, that's for your right. YouTube channel. Yes, correct. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us here for the 2017. Biffy Awards, Connor. Okay, Fabe. Thanks very much. Thank you. Our next presenter at the 2017 Biffy Awards is a gentleman who is taking an extended hiatus from the Hearth and Rana podcast to oversee his podcasting empire at 59 Media in Fall River, Massachusetts. Please welcome Eric Tolley. Eric, how are you? Thanks for having me on again, guys. Excited to do the show. Except this time we got uh, the big man listening in on me, so I, I better behave. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, you're only here because Crockett allowed it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Mike. We, we'll try to get through this. <laughs> yes, I had Eric on one of the Something Extra episodes. We talked about NXT TakeOver a number of weeks back. Uh, Brian was in sunny Orlando and couldn't be a part of it. And yeah, maybe you said a little something about him being a turkey. And, you know, there's some back and forth uh, online, on Twitter, between the two of you. And we just want to we want to make everything copacetic here. We wanted to get you two of you together and, to, you know, make nice. What do you think, Brian? We can get that done, right? I don't know. Maybe. We, we are both uh, connected by Top Row Promotions, so we do have that going for us. You know, I, I'd much rather uh, clear the air here on the podcast than have to do it inside of a ring with a guy. So uh, <laughs> this is definitely the safer route. I'll, uh, I, I guess I'll let you off the hook, Malonis. 
All right. Wow. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's very big of you. Very big of you. Now, uh, Eric, let's talk about uh, you've stepped away from the Hurricane Ronda podcast, right? I did. For a, a little bit of time. That really hasn't been set yet. But the show will go on. The rest of my guys are going to be doing the show without me every week. And we're working on bigger and better things. And you, uh, like I said, you own a studio there in Fall River, Massachusetts, 59 Media, and you have like podcasts there, it seems like, every day of the week. I follow uh, 59 Media on uh, Facebook, and you're doing Facebook Live. Like, uh, How many shows you got going over there these days? We got about 10 active shows right now. We have a new one in the works, and then we're bringing an old show back from another radio program that we had in the city here a couple years ago. It's a UFC-based show, and they're going to be doing the pre-show live from a local bar here before the fights go on. Now, Eric, you are still on the Wise Ass podcast, correct? I am, yes. We recorded last night, and it, things got interesting, to say the least. Yes, we were talking about this a little before we hit record. Um, you did a show, a show, a legalization, a legalization show, I should say, and you smoked marijuana. We did. We celebrated the fact that Massachusetts just legalized marijuana, something that me and my co-host don't partake in. So we brought on some professionals, and they brought all their goodies, and we got, uh, we did, we legally got high live on air, and it was a, a heck of a show. Uh, it was, it was wild. I was out of my mind. Uh, it's not something that I'm <laughs> looking forward to doing again, but uh, we we had a great turnout and a huge reach, and, and uh, everybody was very engaged in the show on on the chat and stuff like that. So we we, we definitely had a, our biggest show yet by far. I did catch a piece of it. I, I saw you know you're sitting there at the table and there's plenty of goodies and treats and pizzas and stuff like that just in case you know you should get the munchies. Now what happened at the end of the show? Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, she ain't listening. <laughs> so we did it. We couldn't do it here in the studio. We couldn't do it in the studio because it's a non-smoking place, uh, office building. Okay. And especially the way we were smoking, it would have got out of hand in here. So my co-host decided to host it at his house. So we did it live from there, and in walks Coho's girlfriend, not happy that the cloud of smoke she was seeing and all that we were doing and kind of the mess we made of the place. <laughs> and she, uh, she shut the show down. Yeah, she, uh, she flipped out and kicked us all out live on air, and I'm not so sure we're going to be doing our Christmas special on Monday. <laughs> I, I might be taking a, a, I'm, I'm taking this whole extended hiatus thing to a new level it's, it's, it's across the board I guess yeah it sounds like it you walked away from one and the other one's walking away from you <laughs> I think so I gotta, I, gotta do, I gotta send her flowers or something yeah you really gotta try to smooth that over well good luck good luck with the with the YSS podcast uh, returning to the airwaves Eric as you know we are not doing a prediction show here this is not a prediction show Predictions are for Tranks, Lobos, and Zipheads. We've seen the future, and you are here to present the award for the biggest news story of 2017. You know, you've seen the future. So what is the biggest news story of 2017? Eric Tolley. Well, uh, a lot of things happened in 2017. I was surprised to hear some of the news coming out of there. There's definitely some honorable mentions. Okay. WWE releasing WWE Network 2, similar to MTV2. <laughs> They're going to be giving us just more content because that's exactly what we need, <laughs> WWE. So expect that to come out in uh, late spring of 2017. Wow. With more reality shows and 
stuff as wrestling fans you really don't care about those type shows <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert coming soon <laughs> they all they also decided to add another pay-per-view per month a cross-branded one every single month top of the raw and smackdown ones which just about put me over the edge not looking forward to that <laughs> i've already got too much three to watch. three pay-per-views a month now <laughs> you know all right it's, it's going to be every weekend in no time but now with that extra i guess they're really trying hard to sell that extra network but uh, I, I, I guess looking back at 2017, I'd have to give the award to The Undertaker's Retirement. Now, he's going to, oh. as history shows, or, or will show, that he had a nice little run towards the end there, similar to Ric Flair leading up to WrestleMania, and then was put out by, um, I, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but, but put out by somebody <laughs> in, a, in a retirement match, and, and that's it for the dead man. He's off, he's gone, and, and finally after all these years, he can sail off into the sunset or ride off in his hearse, and, and that'll be it. I like that. You didn't really give it away. You don't want to just completely blow the whole surprise to everybody. Well, so, I don't want to yeah. say who did it, because that's really going to ruin programming starting around Royal Rumble all the way into WrestleMania. So I think everyone's going to enjoy that kind of storyline and uh you know where they're going to go with that but but definitely undertaker he's done long career 20 plus years he gave us a lot he did a lot for the business he's been their longest standing wrestler going and uh they're gonna have to look to the future now to sell these wrestlemania pay-per-views and and to really you know i think that they have a lot of people in place to take his place maybe not as big as him but you know with people like the person who beat him again not gonna mention any names He's definitely someone in place to be that character going forward. God, please let it be Roman Reigns. That would just be the ultimate, like, oh, my God. The internet <laughs> would explode, folks. <laughs> well, I appreciate the you, Eric, holding back. The internet would cease to exist. <laughs> well, there's still be two networks to watch, though. You're going to need the internet for that. <laughs> okay, so Man. the biggest news story of the year, Undertaker's retirement. Uh all right, Eric, it's been uh, great having you. Now, I, mean, I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, what can you plug here for us before we let you go here from the uh, Biffy Awards and the wrestling podcast about nothing? Uh, check out Hurricane Rana Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter, at the Hurricane Rana. Um, and definitely check out uh, my studio page, which all of our live shows on Facebook Live every week, starting in 2017, will be going live from that one specific page. And that's 59 Media. It's, it's the Word 50, number 9 media and definitely check that out we've got a bunch of new shows coming up we've got a bunch of uh new things we're working on remodeling the studio so so all of our live shows from a bunch of different topics will be going live from that one page so you definitely want to go head over to there check that out and to check out some some of our shows eric really appreciate you coming on this week and uh i'm sure we'll talk again in the very near future all right well thanks for having me and uh great show guys as always thanks eric Joining us now on the WPAN to present a highly coveted award, especially in the South, is the man behind Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast and the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Recap Podcast, our friend, New Orleans' own Mike Mills. Mike, how are you? I'm good. You say our friend. I mean, you and I are tight, Crockett, but Malone is his <laughs> bullshit when it comes to North Wrestling. <laughs> we got to talk some wrestling, wrestling, Mike Mills. It, yeah, we can, and just Vince McMahon fell ass backwards into the Attitude Era, and that's the only reason, and he can thank the Time Warner AOL merger for fucking up WCW, but anyway, I'm coming in salty tonight, everyone. <laughs> I guess so. He listens to this bullcrap every week with Malonis, and he's steadily got to bury 
you know, WCW and Southern wrestling and, you know, promote his, his great Northeastern wrestling. The no winner. disrespect to the, the Northeast winners. indie talent and stuff. I'm strictly talking WWE from the 80s and 90s. This is not about current day. It's about past days. I don't know. We recently had a pretty solid promo about nothing uh, from WCW with uh, Paul Orndorff. And, uh, oh, God. That, that was terrible. <laughs> Jesus, that was the drizzling diarrhea. <laughs> and I, could, I couldn't believe Brian found a way to spin that into a burial of Mike Mills. Of course he did. What else is he going to do? I'm on his mind all the time when it comes to wrestling, <laughs> southern wrestling. He's got to find a way to, to, to screw with me. Jeez. Yeah, I, I called Dusty Rhodes possibly the best promo man of all time. Yeah, but you're you're delusional when you sit there and start talking about the Rockers and Demolition and you don't realize those guys, no disrespect to them, they're knockoffs of the Rock and Roll Express and the Road Warriors. So <laughs> it's like you made my point without me needing to come on and make my point. It's like they're knockoffs. I mean, call it what you want, but they're knockoffs of those guys. So whatever. Hey, well, And again, well, no disrespect to them. Perhaps if, they, if, if uh, Crockett Promotions could have reached a broader audience, maybe they would have been my favorites. <laughs> we'll save this because I'm, I'm going to bear you. <laughs> that promo I cut on you is going to be so vicious, it's not going to be funny. <laughs> it comes time to the Southern Wrestling versus North Wrestling discussion that we have. Down the line, we will definitely have the North versus South debate, the sports entertainment versus wrestling debate between uh, Brian Malonis and Mike Mills. But for now... We're back to the to the Biffy Awards, Brian and Mike. Oh, we this, are this hot garbage. <laughs> Come on, this is a fantastic. <laughs> it's not a concept. It's a, it's a fantastic award show, and we are talking the 2017 Tag Team of the Year. Appropriately enough, Mike Mills. We don't deal in opinions on this award show. We deal in facts, and the fact is. Mike Mills, you know who Pro Wrestling's best tag team of the year is because you've read Gray Sports Almanac cover to cover. So, who is the tag team of the year for 2017, Mr. Mike Mills from Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast? Well, I'm going to go off the script for a second here because uh, I, had, I have an honorable mention that I, or I have actually two honorable mentions before, okay. I tell you, before I tell you who the tag team of the year is. This is like so, your, your top fives on your show. Somewhat. I mean, actually, I, I could go through a couple of uh, honorable mentions. But, I mean, there were a couple that stick out. And these, these people are actually very close to you guys. So, uh, ironically, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, ironically, uh, some of uh, my, my honorable mentions is one of, uh, one of them is uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Because I just think they're so much on the rise. And if you saw what they did with the revival at the end of 2016 you would realize why I said that. So that's one honorable mention. The other honorable mention is Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, who I, I just think they've done some good things in ROH, and uh, they, 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 they're my other honorable mention. So, but the pretty my, boy killers. The pretty boy killers, PBK, that is correct. I, I mean, just I, 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 love, I love what they do. Uh, those guys are both really, really good dudes, and uh, I've had them both on the show, and uh, I'm just I just respect their work a lot. But the team that I have to go with, and one of these guys is actually Malonis' good friend. I am a huge War Machine fan, and those guys are the 2017 Tag Team of the Year. Wow. All right. War Machine, Warbeard Hanson, Ray Rowe. Um, now, Mike, I mean, you've read Gray Sports Almanac, so you know this. What company will War Machine be 
tearing apart. What company will, be, will they be competing in in 2017? Ring of Honor, of course. Okay, because you never, you never know. I mean, there are rumors there are a lot of... <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> there are rumors there are a lot of... Uh, oh, I blew my own gimmick. But uh, rumors that you know, a lot of contracts are coming up in, at the end of 2016, and you, know, you never know. So you're saying it's Ring of Honor. They're sticking with Ring of Honor. And, I mean, all right. War Machine, killing unless, it in Ring I mean, of Honor. Unless, unless Malonis knows something I don't know. <laughs> you know, he no, can we, see all we, all the, we all read the Gray Sports Almanac. I mean, yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me on track there, Malonis. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you see um, War Machine? I mean, they were feuding with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. Who do you see them working with in 2017? Well, you know what? That's the funny thing. Ring of Honor, their tag team division is stacked. I mean, if you look at actually all the companies, you know, whether it's TNA Impact and Ring of Honor or, or WWE, to me, Ring of Honor's tag team division is unreal. I mean, they got the Young Bucks, they've got the Addiction, the Briscoes, uh, Motor City Machine Guns, uh, Pretty Boy Killers for now with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. I mean, their tag team division is stacked. So, I mean, it, that's the that's the beauty, and that's kind of why I went with an ROH tag team over. Oh, after reading the almanac, Crockett, that you just you. educated me about, that I just happened to read while I was doing this show, I just <laughs> think that Ring of Honor's tag team division is is so stacked that you had to go with one of their tag teams. All right, uh, I, I I can't I, argue I'm sorry, with that. But no shade against WWE, but yeah, they they have the stacked tag team division at this point in time. Yeah, who would have guessed, Brian, that Mike Mills would not have picked a WWE tag team? <laughs> I know, he did give honorable that. mention to a good friend of ours, though. Yes, he did. Well, yes, I he mean, did. I'll, allow, I'll allow this. I'm okay with this selection. This is a oh, great yeah, selection. I'm not, yeah, of course. I'm, not, I'm completely fine with it. It's perfect. You're trying to play devil's advocate, but you're trying to pit me and Mike Mills against each other. You're, you're driving, driving to drive a wedge in between us like you have already. Oh, don't worry. That wedge is going to be driven like a goddamn steak come February whenever we do this Southern versus North thing. <laughs> for the record, as the, for the record, as the, history repeats itself, Mike. I just want you to do a little, little, little history lesson before uh, before we do this. Look up uh, the Civil War, and then look up the Wrestling Monday Night Wars, my friend. Well, for the record, as it pertains to the Civil War, uh, I, I, I have you know I have a minor in, in history, and I will say this: the when it comes to the Civil War, I was on the North side, even though I grew up in the South. But when it comes to wrestling. The North doesn't hold a candle to the South. <laughs> All right, just 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 to just to make that differentiation, uh, so that people don't think I'm some uh, Southern Confederate. I don't know what the words are, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I would not have sided with the South. But when it comes to wrestling, I'm a Southern wrestling fan. Yes, wrestling. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the 2017 Tag Team of the Year will be War Machine. Uh, Mike Mills, thank you very much. Uh, why don't you? Plug your, your Twitter and where you can get your podcasts before uh, we let you get out of here. You can catch us on the web at MikeMills.Podbean.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at BTT underscore podcast. I'm at Mike504Saints on Twitter. Our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Booking the Territory. And pretty much everywhere you can get the wrestling podcast about nothing, you can get Booking the Territory if you just search Booking the Territory. So, uh, you know, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You guys know we're the home of the top five, where we do a top five every single week, where we rank different categories like tag teams, worst gimmicks, best gimmicks. You name it, we do <laughs> we do it on top fives. Uh, so uh, it's all around good time. 
the language is strong, as you can tell from when I make my appearances on here. <laughs> and uh, we let it fly. But it's no. I mean, that's just how we talk, you know. I mean, I'm from the South. Us Southerners, man, we got that bad twang, man. It's terrible. But, hey, it makes for an entertaining show based on what our listeners say. So, yeah, check us out. We drop shows every single Thursday night and every single Sunday night. The Sunday night is the Smoky Mountain Show. Jim Cornette's famous promotion from back in the day where he worked with WCW and WWF, which is crazy if you think about it. Uh, at any at some point in time in his promotion and then we do the Thursday show that's where we do the top fives and talk uh, various things from classic wrestling a little bit current wrestling as well depending on how much uh, WWE is pissing me off that day <laughs> <laughs> well Mike it's great to have you presenting here this evening on the Biffy Awards and I am sure we will talk to you again very soon absolutely man I look forward to it thank you very much it is the 2017 Biffy Awards presented by BDARadio.com and Biffco. It took months for him to make a proper appearance here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, but he kept on knocking, and we finally had a minute. Brian? Brian? Uh, Brian is just walked off. I don't know if it's because of our next presenter here. He's a color commentator for Chaotic Wrestling. And he's been a pal of our, ours, mine, he's a pal of mine at least for a long time. It is RJ DeLuise, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, RJ? Uh, doing great, Mike. What a lovely intro that is. Great to be back on the show, making it great again. And uh, Malonis can't be bothered, so that's fine. I see where it's at, big guy. We'll, uh, we'll cross paths soon enough. Yeah, I think maybe his his car outside, is uh, the alarm went off. Um I'm not quite sure. That's reasonable. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense, and I totally believe that. Standard Brian Malone is just making excuses, ducking ducking me, ducking and running, and, and he blames you, which is the crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, he, he dumped this on me for a very long time, Now I guess we see... Uh, the truth comes out. Mike. Yes, the truth is out. The truth is out there. Sorry about that, RJ. That's all right. I'm excited about that Bifco is sponsoring this. This is very exciting that you got oh, such yeah. a big sponsor. I mean, yes. that is a huge deal. It is big. It is big. That's uh, uh, massive. Yeah. RJ, you call yourself Pro Wrestling's premier prognosticator. Everyone calls me that, but yeah. Well, yes, but thankfully you don't need to predict these things tonight because we know Biff visited you personally yeah. and shared this information. Yeah, I got it straight from Biff. Right, Biff. Tannen, right? T- Tannen, not not yeah, not Busick. Okay, uh, so you don't need to predict who the biggest no. WWE signing of the year 2017 is because you know. Because I already know. Yeah, and if you don't know, Mike, now you will know. <laughs> you don't know now, you know who's yeah. who oh, is yeah. getting the Biffy for the biggest WWE signing of 2017. R.J. Deloise, hit me with it. Okay, this is. This is going to change the entire landscape of SmackDown, of Raw, of TNA, what? of NXT. Yes. Every, all of the landscapes are going to – okay, this is the kind of move that takes out – it's a watershed moment in wrestling, Mike. Okay? All right. The Biffy for the 2017 signing of the year goes yes. to none other than Broken Brian Malonis. and. Brother Croc Sacco. What? In an unprecedented move. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was as shocked as you are. But apparently, this new feature of Brian Malonis, where he's just out there deleting and his hair gets crazy 
and he's got all this stuff going on with you as as brother Croxaco. It's it's <laughs> taken off. It's bigger than this podcast, which by the way, the ratings when I was on huge through the yes. roof. I mean, everyone huge. everyone knows that. You, you know that everyone knows that everyone's talking about it on the internet. I mean, the the one guy who tweeted about it said, "Why did it take you this long to get RJ on?" So right. this is I'm changing the game here, but this prediction. Broken Brian Malonis. People haven't seen anything like. I mean, they have. They've seen, you know, the other guy who does the broken thing. But, but you haven't seen it until you've seen Brian Malonis as a broken man, completely broken down man, and then you know, brother Croxaco, which is going to change the entire landscape of wrestling. So it's a an earthquake of a maneuver here. It's going to change the game <laughs> forever. Well, I mean, I think 2017 Infinity. I think he's already broken in uh you know right now because you know he ran out of here I don't know if he's this is how it starts the the picture is fading in front of you right now the picture you have <laughs> of you and him after right. the fury match with Alex Arion the, the, the picture you have you're looking at it now and your face is just kind of dimming away and you know Johnny B Good's playing but here you are here you are preparing for the inevitable which is going to be you and Brian completely changing everything. So 2017, I mean, it was going to be your year in podcasts. Everyone knows that, but thank you now, now in terms of the actual WWE signing, this is the one, man, this is the one. And I'm just congratulations in advance. I mean, can I say that? Congratulations. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're kind of trying to keep it kayfabe, but why not? Why not? Spoiler alert, folks. Spoiler alert. I mean, spoiler alert, everyone, this is happening. Well, prepare yourselves. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the entire thing, but maybe you can just tell me what the hell my role would be, is going oh, to be, I should say, well, in, in the WWE. I am, I am so glad that you asked. So okay. you know how like there's wrestlers and then there's guys who kind of hang out with wrestlers, like uh, like a rat, but not like a rat <laughs> from like a like a you're looking to hook up perspective. Oh, okay, but thank more, goodness. But more no, more like a kind of hanger on. Um, who sort of doesn't bring a whole lot to the table, but, but I know it's, okay. it doesn't sound good so far, but right. here's the twist. Okay. Brother Croxaco is a huge internet sensation. So yes, he's not your typical involved in the wrestling, maybe gets a little winded after being a referee in a big match. He's not, <laughs> none of that happens. What ends up happening is he becomes this cult like meme Like everyone wants to get a piece of Brother Croxaco because his name is awesome, first of all, and he's kind of a parody character to begin with. And a parody of a parody is a Deloise delight. This is your real opportunity to showcase your cynicism and your hatred of humanity in such a way that everyone's just going to – it's like Grumpy Cat meets like Joe Biden memes meets like just Kim Jong-un. Like there's just so much to it. That it's layered, really. Do meme celebrities make money? I'm not sure about the financial aspects oh. of this. I feel like, I mean, you're going to have to put in time, okay? Uh, you know, I don't know that Biden's getting money off these memes, so I don't know what kind of payment system is in place for this. But with your podcast money, which is in the billions, I hear, everyone says that, then you can just take that money, kind of live off the BDA cash. Use that, you know, and, and kind of just live down in Orlando for a little while, just crock socking it and just just killing it down there. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be the next big thing, man. I'm telling you, 
I don't know if you've heard the news, but we're uh, going to be getting some of that New Age Insiders money, too. So Whoa. Yeah. Well, once the NAI checks come in, I'm feeling like, for, I mean, sky's the limit here. You're, you're like the next Aaron Hernandez. I mean, it is going to be just nonstop. Was there something with him? He's a tight end. We're still, killing right? it. We're killing it. We are killing. We're killing it. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys are going to murder it out there. Just Hernandez style murder. Just consistently killing everything that's in front of you. It's going to be the biggest thing that's hit wrestling ever. And your role is honestly as, as, as important as the broken Brian Malonis character. I kind of wish he was here sighing along with this, but because he ran <laughs> off, he's not rolling his eyes and sighing at us and telling us how much he hates this. But um, he'll he'll see who's laughing when the cash comes in. Oh, there's plenty of that in the rest of this podcast. There's plenty of sighing oh, yeah. and eye rolling. Yeah, it's a ton of it. I'm sure we don't need it during this segment. Actually, it's it's been <laughs> delightful having the two of us on here. And uh, he's obviously he's obviously got beef with me because he can't show up, can't be bothered. But uh, this will be the best segment. Everyone's going to say that when you read it on Twitter. They're going to say, "Oh man, they had RJ on again, dude." Just absolutely Hernandez is the whole thing. Just murders it. That one guy is going to be on top of the world once again. That one dude is going to be so. He was so happy last time, Crockett. <laughs> like he's going to be like he's he's sitting around in his parents' basement. Super psyched that I'm on this thing, and he listens to it the whole time. Doesn't just do what I do and fast forward to my part, and then be excited <laughs> to hear myself, and then sort of not listen to the rest of it. You guys are the best, though. I love this podcast. I hope it uh, makes you billions of dollars, and I'm looking forward to you guys winning uh, this Biffy. Uh, you know, I, I'll accept on Malonis's behalf. Oh yeah, please. Uh, I will take mine, though. I'll take mine. Yeah, no, you get yours, of course. Of course. Yes, but yeah, this is uh, this is my favorite podcast, man. You guys keep having me on, which is. A brilliant booking maneuver for you guys (laughs) having me on that's the thing that makes it the best is the parts that i'm involved in right we'll be sure to do it again and then you guys are nice too thank you you guys you guys are nice you know and i'm gonna i want to win that date with fat pants if he if he's out there (laughs) let him know hashtag win a date with fat pants hashtag i want to date fat pants hashtag fat pants on a date um you know i really want that i really i've i've certainly uh spent enough time with him uh, in the independent wrestling world but, but i've never really dated him and i yeah. feel like that would take our relationship to, to another the next definitely. the next level i've never i've never honestly i've never felt comfortable enough to ask him out on a date so if i want it through the internet it might get the ball rolling you know sure yeah um, do it through the podcast yeah i mean that's you know i have an excuse then and it doesn't look desperate well i wished you and todd sinclair well in the future in 2017 and rj you are at rj deluise on the twitter i am i have literally 100 probably 102 followers big movement though find me on the twit box i'm on there uh you know shout me out when you when you listen to this podcast because this was your favorite part let's be honest it was it was indeed all right rj thank you so much for presenting your award and it's great news and we'll talk to you again. I mean, if I might get vetoed by Malonis, but hopefully we'll talk to you again very soon. Can't wait. All right. Oh, and there you are, Kingpin. Uh, no, no excuses. Uh, let's. We'll talk about it later. Let's just go on to our next presenter. Our next Biffy Award is being presented by our podcasting tag team partners, Brian. Your favorite podcast on earth. Yes, the Check in the Boots podcast. Subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And they've got a brand new merchandise store at whatamaneuver.net. And we'll talk about that in just a second. 
please welcome the intellectual properly, Chip K. Fabe. Hello, Chip. Am I property or properly? I, I said that. I said that wrong. I'm not. I'm not it's starting okay. this over again. All right. It's okay. No. It's, a, it's a chip challenge. It's okay. It's, it's acceptable. It's a chip challenge. Oh yes, yes. And independent professional wrestling referee Tony S. Hello, Tony. Hello, sir. Long intro for myself, but still the same person. I'm doing good here. Yes, I'm tr- I was trying to imitate your your fine the dulcet tones of your fine announcer on the Check of the Boots podcast. The dulcet tones. I love yes. It. <laughs> the the intro that took us like ten years to finish. Uh, well, I mean, I hope I did you guys justice. Yes, you oh, did. yes, you did. Okay, so you guys, as I mentioned, you've got merch. Yes, we opened it on December twenty first, and uh, oh, my mic. Nope, I'm good. Uh, I thought my mic came unplugged. <laughs> um, <laughs> We got we got everything you can think of. We even got onesies for reasons that I don't know. Really? Um, but yeah, but uh, it's a big good step for us uh, moving forward. Especially when our podcast is is so new, it was kind of shocking to even you know get uh, get the store. But that's because of all your support and thanks, obviously, to you guys for checking in and uh, supporting us. Of course, of course, and you uh, do the same for us, and we uh, appreciate it very much. So, whatamaneuver.net, and you can find the Check in the Boots store and pick up a onesie. Brian, you can get a, a onesie for the kid. Oh, he's, he's a year old now. Oh, he's, he's not going to be wearing onesies uh, much more. Yeah, I don't have kids, so I don't know how long the onesie thing lasts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's, wearing actual, he's wearing actual people clothes now? Yeah, of course, yes. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe someday if you can convince your wife to uh, let you impregnate her, you'll find out. Oh Jesus! <laughs> my goodness! Wow. Whoa! <laughs> oh my goodness! Where are we going? I cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! We're into another dimension of wrestling podcast about nothing. <laughs> right. We, we, we had better move on. We better move on quickly. Uh, the podcast challenge series, Tony. This uh, is that's not. That's not. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> the brainchild of Tony S. Right, Tony. Yes, that is correct. The uh, the PCS. Yes, that is that is my uh, that is my little baby. Yes, and since Survivor Series, I believe, was the first time we did this, we have been uh, making picks on all the matches, and we're competing against uh, other podcasts, uh, against you guys, of course, on Checking the Boots. Also, Matt McCool from The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, and also Ant from Rant with Ant, and uh, we're all competing, and uh, who is in the lead at this point in time? A gentleman, I believe you're, you're very familiar with him. Uh, his, his name is Mike Crockett. He's, Thank you. Uh, yes, he, he is in the lead. Uh, I am not far behind. I'm, I'm one win behind you, Crockett. So uh, Put yourselves over. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just start cheating. With, I, I have numerous, I have numerous <laughs> friends uh, with that organization. I'm just going to see if maybe they'll give me results ahead of time so I can, so I can be accurate in my predictions. I'm going right. to tell you guys right now. I'm just going to openly cheat. so what the kingpin is alluding to is the fact that he is at the very bottom of the pcs at 10 and 9 yes but there is a one victory between uh last place and third place (laughs) and and who is just above of the kingpin is one chip k fabe i never have luck with any competition so i'm not surprised (laughs) It's all right. He he thought he was six and one, and uh, 
I, uh, I could have sworn, and I, sworn I picked Rollins. Nope, nope. I told you I write these things down. Damn. You know, you know, you know the thing of it is, Crockett's Crockett's uh, a crook, and he's a fraud. <laughs> his 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 lovely, talented, and beautiful wife is the one actually making the predictions. <laughs> so, give her all the credits. <laughs> well, well, inside, well, inside baseball here is is that is that the truth here? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my own uh, expertise as a longtime participant in the wrestling game. That is I'm true. Go back it's and start editing it's our it's shows and getting my picks right. It's your annexation to the dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It pays off. It pays off. Oh, we're not doing the dirt sheet shuffle right now, are we? No, no, <laughs> well, we're not. No, no we're not. <laughs> well, since, since the kingpin is in the win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat kind of role. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see where you the piece... You, 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 I should know that better than Tony S. and Mike Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... We don't necessarily let you break the rule. We just let you bend the rule just a bit. <laughs> yes, and, and Malone has been giving me a hard time, Tony, uh, since uh, Fury's final fight about the way I allowed uh, Fury and Alex Arion to bend the rules quite liberally. Well, Tony, you let the guy back for one night, and he and he's uh, he's thrown in the trash can. All you've done to uh, work to to build the position of chaotic wrestling referee to be held in such high regard, and Crockett comes back one night and just trashes it all. Uh, I I would like to say for the for the record, I would like to say that I had nothing to do with it. Crockett uh, Crockett in my book did uh, a hell of a job in that that last match. I personally have no problem with it, and his count was on point, mind you. Thank you very much. And I, I mean, the guys of that stature, I gave them a little lenis, uh, leniency. I'm not going to uh, what leniency. <laughs> I, I don't know what uh, words I'm using tonight, but I think I mean you're there not gonna, no, no one wants that match to end in disqualification. No one wants that match to end in a countout. So I used my discretion and I allowed them uh, a little bit of rope. Tony, would you agree with that? Was is that the right thing to do in a match of that stature? Yes, especially when you know that match is that special for a lot of people, uh, obviously yourself included, Mike. But I would do the exact same thing. There was leniency there. It was really the only decision to make, so I, I would have made that too. Thank you, Tony S. Thank you very much, huh, Brian? Ha. Huh. <laughs> Shocking! The referees stick together. You've been waiting for that, Crockett, haven't you? Yes. Thank you, Tony. You're I need the backup. Finally, we have. I have a little backup here on the podcast, guys. Uh, you are here on the 2017 Biffy Awards for a reason. You're here because old Biff Tannen hijacked the DeLorean and hit up all the indie shows. He subscribed to Flow Slam. He found a cable system that carried Pop TV, and he got the information for you. So you're here to share with us the non-WWE Wrestler of the Year for 2017. You have the information in front of you, and you're going to reveal it right now. The uh, winner. Hold on. Let me stop the guys right here. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I, have, you know, I know what you're going to say, and I'm flattered. <laughs> I, I am truly really flattered to uh, accepting this honor, uh, but let's make it official. Let's make it official. Uh, okay, the I'll winner let you take is care of this, Tony. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna let me take care of it. Uh, we have a special award uh, for Mr. Malonis, but it is not non WWE wrestler of the year. Oh, <laughs> that that will be revealed. That will be revealed much later. But 
on behalf of obviously Mr. Biff Tannen, who I who I've, I've had the pleasure to meet on several occasions. Oh yes, uh, as well as uh, Chip and myself. Uh, after numerous attempts of talking to uh, my co-host here, we've decided that uh, the non-WWE wrestler of the year is none other than Marty Skrull. The British wrestler. Yes. And who's signed the, to Ring of Honor. The villain. Yes, the, the villain, Marty Skrull. And uh, Chip, since he is the intellectual property, he has disclosed reasons as to how we made this pick. So, Chip, I'm going to tag out, and it's all you. Sorry, I'm watching my two cats fight right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know if you guys could hear that streaming in the background, but that's what I was trying to avoid. We picked Marty just because of we, we went back and forth between him and Zack Sabre Jr. And the main reason we went with uh, the villain was mainly for exposure reasons. Zack Sabre Jr., uh, we know he's coming to America next year, moving over here. But uh, Marty's on Ring of Honor television now. He's a Ring of Honor television champion. Uh, he just won the Battle of Los Angeles in 2016. And I only see bigger things for him in 2017. Wow. So Marty Skrull. I didn't see that one coming. Did you see that one coming, Brian? No, I did not. I thought it was me. Well, this is quite an upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm continuing this podcast. That is uh, quite an upset, yes. <laughs> I, can, I, I can tell you what. It's the, it's the very last time we'll have Chip K. Fabe and Tony X on Wrestling Podcast on Nothing. <laughs> when we talked about makeup, wasn't the last time? <laughs> oh, jeez. We had to bring that back up, huh? <laughs> Little, not a makeup enthusiast. Yes. Yeah. No, hashtag makeup enthusiast. It's not bad enough that I've had that I've had to sit here and listen to this ridiculous concept that you've come up with, Crockett. But now I suffer the <laughs> indignity, myself being a professional wrestler who's not contracted by WWE and not being named the non WWE wrestler of the year in my very own podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh maybe we'll have to have you guys back at some point, but uh I'll have to work on the on the uh, the kingpin here, uh, he's he's up he's very upset. I did suggest Malonis too, Tony, but he was not having any part of it. Wow, is, sounds about right. <laughs> Sell him uh, down uh, the river. I would like to say for the record that that Chip's intellectual property has sold out because that did not happen. <laughs> I thought uh, you were gonna kick me off the show. <laughs> l- listen, you no Chip is Chip is on the podcast for a reason, and no B- Brian. In, in my defense, I believe uh, you could be uh, maybe comeback story of the year. Maybe oh, I mean. I mean, come on now. I mean, you you took a extended hiatus uh, from uh, from another promotion. As a matter of fact, both of you could uh, could be comeback <laughs> players in story of the year. I mean, Mike Mike Crockett getting that not one but two superstar intros during Fury's final fight. So, <laughs> well, well, we'll have to see what uh, takes place in 2017. Well, we all already know what's going to take place in 2017, but the listeners out there will have to. Stay tuned and uh, keep their eye out for the Kingpin and, you know, maybe me, but probably not. All right, guys, <laughs> the Check of the Boots podcast, uh, and you guys are on Twitter. Why don't you give out your Twitter handles so uh, everyone can find you? This is your part, Tony. I don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. He, he doesn't do that. That's right. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Referee Tony S because there's only one of those, I think. And you can follow Chip at Chip KCTB uh, in the Twitterverse, and we would really appreciate it. But uh, before you can follow us. Oh, we also uh, go to Facebook. 
Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. Have, yes, we do. Uh, we have a we have a Facebook. Uh, actually, that is your thing, Chip. Because I knew just, nothing it, well, about this. All I, all I really know about it is it's at CTB Pod. I don't. <laughs> I, oh. I'm I'm new to the whole Facebook thing. So. So it's probably facebook.com slash CTB Pod. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot there's a website <laughs> that goes with it. Thank you. <laughs> all right. F- fantastic. And uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the Check the Boots podcast, and I want to make sure that everyone out there subscribes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music podcast addict wherever you get your podcasts and uh, get on board get checked in with the check of the boots podcast all right guys thank you so very much for being a part of the uh, special edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing here today thank you thank you guys appreciate it thanks for nothing <laughs> <laughs> It is time for the final award of the evening, Brian, and I couldn't think of a better group of guys to present it for us. They are the ones behind our big move, which is coming the week of January 16th, so be sure to subscribe to the NAI Network on your favorite podcast platform. They are Jason Molotov. Hello, Jason. Hey, what's going on, guys? Liam Stryker. Hello, Liam. Hey, hey, hey. And Bill Neville. Hello, Bill. Hello, ladies. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are the New Age Insiders. Our bosses, Brian. Yeah. Right? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Cracking the whip. Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you, are you, hit, you hit record, right? <laughs> yeah, we got yes. that. Oh, that was the slot on the biffies. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Wow, we got the kingpin in our pocket now. Oh, we're taking over so many wrestling organizations now. Oh, I've got so many ideas, <laughs> Brian. I got so many ideas. We're just gonna send the kingpin off and just destroy champions. Unbelievable. We can do that now, right? Touch in on my booking fees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll pay you. What what booking fees? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we'll double this in lieu of the booking fees. We'll double your salary. <laughs> oh, right. I like it. We're off to a good start already. Zero times two is two. Yeah. I'm zero. <laughs> uh, wait, what? <laughs> you heard the man. Zero times two is two. You can expect your check for two. <laughs> we don't know two what. Two what? Two what? Two what? We'll figure it out. Well, it, it was a pleasure to meet uh, Jason and Liam uh, a little while back at the Chaotic Wrestling Show at Fury's final fight. And. We're coming to the NAI Network. Yes, it is yes. the NAI Network, the 16th of January, or the week of the 16th of January, and a lot of shows on the NAI Network. What can we look forward to? What can people look forward to listening to? Uh, the NAI Network, we're extremely proud of it. Um, it's been as high, the last time we checked, is number six on the Podomatic Sports and Entertainment genre section of the channel, uh, with the New Age Insiders mainstream being number four. So it's amazing Ooh. to offer our fans two top ten channels in the genre. Uh, we're really, really excited to work with you guys, and we think it's only going to climb from there. But what we've got going on right now is the DDT Wrestling, the private earful with DDT Wrestling, Doc Manson, and DC Matthews. We have the Rant with Ant. We have the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. Indie Pop, which takes a look at the indie scene and bigger picture topics of the independent circuit in pro wrestling with Damian and Trina. And twice a month, we offer the Inside Perspective, which stars professional wrestler, colleague of the Kingpin, Scotty Slade, giving us a look inside what happens. There's obviously, no pun intended, a perspective that we can't have because we're not wrestlers. We're longtime fans. We have opinions. 
We'd like to think that they're semi-educated opinions, but then there's a whole other side of the story, which is living it. Um, Scotty's lived it. I think it's the reason, one of the reasons why your show is so great is because you both have such experience in the business. You bring that with you to your show every week. It's why people are really excited to have you come on. So we're really excited with that show with Scotty as well. And we're proud to offer seven days of content a week um, of top-notch shows that we think, you know, if this was, if we look at it as a rotation, we think we really do have seven aces that could lead anybody's staff, and we're proud to have them all in one combined unit, uh, and really, honestly, mean including you guys. It's going to be yeah, ex- a, gr- a great venture in 2017, and yeah. we're proud of all the content we're offering, especially Maltov in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my morning show that has yet to uh, gain. He hasn't woken up yet. Gain momentum. <laughs> wow. you did, you you did one a month or two back, right? Yeah, it's yeah. our version. It's our version of uh, Guns N' Roses Chinese Democracy. It'll come out. It'll come out at some point. <laughs> It'll but, come out, but uh, not for a while. And then I'll surprise the world at how good I am in concert in 2016 when you have no expectations. I am <laughs> Axl Rose. I am Axl Rose. Well, yeah, we're, we're definitely uh, really excited to be a part of the network. Uh, like you said, I mean, you guys, you know, you're super fans. You analyze the business, you know, in and out. And I think, you know, us, uh, you know, being a part of wrestling, I'm kind of a part of wrestling now, and the Kingpin, (laughs) of course, getting all over the place, I think we'll offer uh, a different viewpoint than uh, the listeners over the NAI network are used to. Yeah, no, I think so as well. It's the experience. It shows. It's why your show is so good. You know, it's because you know what you're talking about and you know more than we do in a different way. You know what I mean? Because you guys are great fans and very, you know, topical when it comes to the major promotions and all that. But, you know, you have, like I said, a wealth of knowledge and experience. I've yet to take a bump. Scotty's going to make me. He's going to make me at the next show take a bump and run the ropes because I've never done it. But, you know, obviously when, you know, someone like Mike Crockett is trusted with to referee Brian Fury's final fight, something that means a great deal to him and something that no detail was left un- unnoticed, you know what I mean? Mike Crockett was a part of that because he knows what he's doing and you can trust him. Kingpin Malonis, when we went to our first chaotic show, it was Brian Malonis and a few other talents that captivated us and made us come back and now look we work there so it's the reason that your show is so good it's because you guys know what you're doing and you're killer in the business and you're killer on the mic and it's uh it's much more our pleasure than yours to to work together we're really excited okay mike now you've done it all right this is we've, we've had some debates here lately about why why is our podcast coming the chaotic wrestling podcast about chaotic wrestling and you and you and you, you snuck one in the back door here on me mike <laughs> you've got chaotic wrestling employees on here uh you've done it again to me crockett yeah. not only not only do you have this ridiculously stupid concept that you've made me endure for the entire hour what <laughs> now you now you've got uh, represent- representatives from a company that won't book me. <laughs> oh, no. By design. <laughs> you were at the Hudson show, and you were the one of the best parts. Of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so let's get back to my stupid concept. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, get used to it. Anytime uh, I don't speak glowingly about something, Michael gets very uncomfortable and changes the subject. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> the promotion that we just spoke about. <laughs> There's some great people over there, including Jason, Liam, Bill. Thank you very much. All right. 
It is our last award, and it goes to the best wrestler in the WWE for the year 2017. I've been saying it all night. This is not a prediction show. This is it's 2017. This is 2017. We've got self-lacing sneakers. We've got hydrated pizza, and we've got fax machines. And we have time travel. Yes. You guys have seen the bright future for Brian and myself, or you wouldn't have invited us onto the NAI network in the first place, right? It's true. That's correct. Um, so first of all, from uh, being on my hoverboard right now, we have to yes. go back in time and <laughs> perform Johnny B. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is disappearing in the photo that right, we right. took at Fury's yeah. final fight. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're losing Caroline Ray as we speak. <laughs> is that her name? That's, That's a real name. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah, the mom. Caroline or No, the... there's uh what's her name? Is that Caroline Ray? Yeah, her... No. No. Isn't that? It's not? No. What the hell is her name? Oh, that's what Leah it is. Thompson. It's Leah Thompson. Is the mom yeah, in Back to the Future? Is... Yeah, it's Leah Thompson. Is it? Yeah. Caroline Ray was on uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, well. Why does a 41-year-old man know that? <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't, should I? No, well, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, then I'm okay. Then you know what? Then I don't know what alternate reality I came from, but Caroline Ray is Marty McFly's <laughs> mom. <laughs> and well, clearly you changed something in the past. Oh, it must have been. <laughs> <laughs> from 1985A. Right. <laughs> I must have wrestled Seth Rollins, got injured, and hey, split hey. off into a different... Not on this show, too. <laughs> no, I really like Seth Rollins. I'm kidding. I really like Seth Rollins. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you guys know for a fact uh -oh. yes, the 2017 do. WWE Wrestler of the Year. Yes, we do. This is true. That is a so thing lay it know. on us. Lay it on us. It's Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Yeah. It's Finn Balor. And there are other answers that when we reviewed, you know, when we were sitting in our big, fluffy, overstuffed armchairs drinking white. drinking cognac in front of the fireplace because NAI took off way farther than expected in 2017. And when we were doing so in the year 2018, reflecting on 2017 and who we yes. thought was the wrestler of the year as we, you know, we drank from our bearskin goblets or something rich and in fancy. Our bowl, <laughs> eating our bowls of caviar. Absolutely. Yes. Where we, ate, we ate. Watching the scenery channel. Exactly. And watching the help. Um, and <laughs> not the movie, the, the <laughs> real people, the, the help. Um, the re there's, there's other people that could come under consideration. Um, uh, but all in all, it's Finn Balor. Um, the reason that I think it's Finn Balor, um, I know we all have different reasons. The reason I would say it's Finn Balor is because I think Finn Balor was on the path to be a very big deal before he got derailed. Um, and that's not a, this, you know, all joking aside about Rollins and what happens, not about that. It's just the fact that, you know, he was the guy they trusted to be the first universal champion. He pinned Roman Reigns. I think they understood, I think much like Sasha Banks, they understood this is this hot a commodity in NXT. And if we change very little, it'll most likely succeed on the main roster. Again, case in point being two of, of recent champions for you, one current. Kevin Owens, until the championship reign, which is its own story, you didn't change much from NXT, Kevin Owens, and it's working. You didn't change much of Sasha Banks, and it's working. I don't think you needed to change much about Finn Balor. I think he expected it to work, and, it and I think it would have. And also Roman Reigns getting title match after title match after title match 
shows you just Raw's deep, but not deep as deep as it needs to be. And you need a Finn Bauer to, you know, quote, you know, kind of eat some of these innings that Roman Reigns has to pitch for you because Roman Reigns and his reactions shouldn't be getting back-to-back title opportunities. Not right now. Not when people are not excited about him as we see WrestleMania coming around the mountain. And I, I don't want to... I, I think that Finn Balor would be a great service to everybody because, like I said, he could take some of these matches away from Roman Reigns. It's going to make other people happy. It's going to be better for Roman Reigns' big picture because it's going to be more tolerable when you infuse him because it's not all the time. So what happened in 2017 was Finn Balor came back healthy. He won the Royal Rumble. He was unequivocally the biggest babyface star you had because the fans finally accepted him. And so when I think back and reflect on 2017, I keep thinking of positive Finn Balor memories, at least one championship that I can think of off the top of my head and some really cool stuff with Gallows and Anderson that made him uh, the guy for that, at least his show. Yeah. And the writing has been on the wall the whole time, quite literally uh, just ever since he got drafted to raw in 26, number five, overall number five, overall uh, he was on every bit of promotional material and still is on every bit of promotional material that WWE is going to pop out. Um, and not only that, before before that, he was Mr. NXT. Right. He, he was the guy in NXT. He's a proven right. commodity. Yeah. I, will put, I will look good with the belt. He's everything. He's handsome. So all the stuff WWE needs. He's handsome. So he looks good with the belt. Right. He's got a face paint merch but like if you yes, want to he's be, a merch machine he sells you, all of the if you, stuff right if you want to look like finn bauer it's going to cost 115 bucks you know right. what i mean that's right up there alley you know what i mean he's yeah. he's smooth he doesn't get in trouble he's good with people he's good with ev- everything you hear about fergal devitt is in the positive category right he does it he's and, an nxt like i said proved if you need him to main event several pay-per-views and be your champion he will sell the t-shirts he will get the reactions people bought into that dude yes and and uh, in addition to all of that, he is what WWE is looking for in terms of a real baby top baby face that you want to cheer. Right. Everybody wants to cheer for him and people don't want to cheer for Roman Reigns. And, you know, I don't think Roman Reigns, you know, we as we saw, isn't going away. Yep. He's not, you know, nothing is really changing on that front. So having... You know, having a guy that is far more stomachable to both the casual audience and the diehard audience is a win-win that we haven't seen since around yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because you want to cheer Seth Rollins that way, but I think you want to cheer Seth Rollins in the way you wanted to cheer 1996-7-ish Shawn Michaels, where it's like, look, we love you, but you're kind of a scallywag, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're not a you're not a traditional face, you know what I yeah. mean? And where Finn Balor can be, you know, no one's ever going to be the baby face that is the babiest face to ever face since babies started having faces that is like John Cena and Bailey. You're never going to ask Finn Balor to do that, but he can be a protagonist, a pure protagonist, and one that's actually accepted by the fans. And like you were saying, we haven't had that since what, like when we were supposed to cheer for Brock the first time in 03? Is that the closest thing where it's like you're supposed to like him and ev- and everybody went okay? Uh, no, because I'd have to say that the first time was Cena. Because Brock wasn't Brock wasn't yeah, supposed. Cena was. You know, I mean, for, I mean, it, we. I mean, people have rewritten history now, but at one point, John Cena was. He I was mean, so. No, over. that's that's a great answer. No, that's a great answer. Because yeah, because Brock Lesnar. That's a great answer. In two thousand three, Brock Lesnar was a bad guy. 
Yeah, you, you know. So I'm it, thinking of the main event of WrestleMania where he where he almost killed himself. He was the face in, against right. Kurt Angle. In that yeah, scenario. but that didn't go until like right before the Royal. Yeah, Rumble. no, no, you're no, you guys are right. Now look, thinking back, the answer is like oh four oh five John Cena. That is the right answer. You know how quickly we forget, and maybe it's CM Punk. And I guess it's maybe Daniel Bryan, but I feel like their windows are shorter than what Finn Balor can be for you. Yeah, but I think I think those two answers are a little different because they were predominantly fan driven, whereas and more phenomenons than yeah, steady. Yeah, because John Cena was always the plan. You know what I mean? And he he went from the WrestleMania in 2004 winning the United States title against the Big Show and then rode that momentum and all of that popularity into that world title win the next year. So what happens in the alternate 2017 when Finn Balor comes back and turns heel immediately? <laughs> oh God! Um, every the internet rejoices, screams, and loves everything about WWE. Right, and this reality might be even a little bit more fun when he was a heel because I loved living in that reality. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, the spring. Yes. <laughs> uh, when, the, the the foliage came back. Right when he worked with Gallows and Anderson, and they and that re- leather jacket, and it felt like for the first time a stable had a stranglehold on a promotion, really unlike anything since we'd seen in the original formation of the NWO. And that wasn't even in this promotion. Evolution. When we made the trade, oh my god, the right. trade oh, for right. Ambrose. Sami Zayn for, for Ambrose. For right. Am- no, for Ambrose. Right. So we have the shield, shield and, and the, the club. club on the same show right. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh my god. And then how, how about when the Bucks showed up? Right. And then Triple was- H and Triple H decided that this was the guy. I mean, it's in tw- yeah. we're from 2018. It's still going on. That as both an F you to CM Punk and an homage <laughs> to NXT, that it looks like Balor's going to hold this title for about 500 days. Right. Yeah. Or at least 435. Yeah. Unbelievable. Brian, is it really so hard to play along? Is it really so hard to play along? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> You should know kayfabe better than anybody. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you know, fellas, I I I, pl- I play pretend enough on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was that was great. I've been pretending to like Mike Crockett for like fifteen years. Oh, come on! <laughs> oh. Live the gimmick. Live the gimmick. <laughs> All right, guys, we have to let you go. You are the New Age Insiders, and once you guys uh, plug your stuff, please. Okay, I mean, I'm in no way prepared, but I guess here we go. You can find us every Wednesday night live on NewAgeInsiders.com. He does this every week. That's at 8 o'clock. We offer a pay-per-view post-show after the pay-per-view every time. No exceptions, whether it be on NewAgeInsiders.com or 93.7 FM. W-E-E-I. They are call-driven, fan-driven, as is the entire experience. Please check us out on Twitter. After all, my name is Jason Maltov. I'm Liam Stryker. And I'm Bill Neville. And we are the New Agents. Insiders. You can find us on Twitter and please do. We're at New Age Insiders, at Liam NAI, at Bill Neville NAI. We are so proud of the New Age Insiders Network with DDT Wrestling, the Rant with Ant, the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, Indie Pop, the Inside Perspective, and the newly joining WPAN with Mike Crockett and the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Stay tuned for that coming the week of January 16th, just in time for the Royal Rumble as the biggest show of the year. 
WrestleMania is around the corner. The New Age Insiders will be live on location, so why not make big news of our own by having the WPAN come on in to NAI. Thank you so much for having us, guys. We cannot wait till January. If there's anything else you ever need from us, you know where to find us. The next time you can hear us, if you like what you heard, will be Wednesday, 8 o'clock, NAI pod. Be there. Join in. It's all just one giant excuse to be part of the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. We out. (laughs) Not your first rodeo. (laughs) Professionals, Brian. Professionals. And that's it, Brian. Thank you to all of our presenters. Connor, a.k.a. OK Fabe. Eric Tolley from 59 Media. RJ DeLuise. Mike Mills from Booking the Territory. Chip K. Fabe and Tony S. from Checking the Boots. And, of course, Jason, Liam, and Bill, the New Age Insiders. We would absolutely love your feedback out there on the 2017 Biffies. Did you dig what we did here? How do you feel about the award winners? Let us know on Twitter at the WPAN and be sure to use the hashtag WPAN. That is all from the 2017 Biffy Awards. And remember, the future is what you make it, so make it a good one. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad I sat through that, Michael. Uh, I feel like you almost cut me out of the podcast entirely. I think maybe that's your plan. Maybe uh, I've overshadowed you so much in 2016. You're trying to phase me out in 2017. No, 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 no. Maybe there's a piece of the future I haven't seen yet. Oh, oh, 50-50, right down the middle, brother. All the way. (laughs) All right, Brian. We'll be back next Monday with a more normal episode. I'm sure you're very happy of the wrestling podcast about nothing with all the features you know and love. Until then, he is the kingpin, Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett. Happy New Year, and thanks for nothing.